from Epic Deer Studios. This is The Ice Queens. Hello, figure skating fans, and welcome to yet another episode of The Ice Queens. I'm one of your hosts, Liz, and I'm here with my good friend, Tori. Hey, everyone. And we're here, you know, a little delayed. You know, we never keep our promises, but that's just how we roll. Um, We're delayed in recovering the NHK trophy from Sapporo, Japan, which was held November 11th and 13th. And we're also going to be covering today the Eric Bompard Grand Prix of Paris, which was held some other time. Uh, I think November 18th through the 20th, something like that. The following week. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, who's keeping track? So, you know, last time the producer told me that I needed to drink lots of coffee before this time because, you know, I've sounded really bored and slow and uninterested. So I'm really, really pepped up for this one. How about you, Tori? Me too. But was it really us or was it the ice skating? That is a fantastic question. (laughs) But we got a supersized episode this time, so I'm sure it's going to be extra fun. Oh, yeah. It's going to be really zipping along. (laughs) All right. So let's start with the men's competition from the NHK Trophy in Sapporo, Japan, hosted by... Peter, that's about all they could send on Universal Sports to go cover this event. Now, you know they're not actually sending him, right? Yeah, that, there was some confusion about that. It's like he's watching it on a monitor and taping it from his, his living room in L.A. or something. That's what I think. Yeah, I think you're right about that. But there was a big story from this event um, from the United States figure skater Brandon Morose. Um, it was both happy and pathetic. Yeah, so he is the first one to land a quad Lutz in competition. Did that in the short program, and it was great. Unfortunately, he had to skate the long program, and it was really, really bad. Yeah, the producer's like, okay, so how does he do so well in in the short program? And then he ends up ninth place, which is dead last. Yeah, because he was third after the short, but everything went wrong in the long program. He was singling stuff falling down, jumping or popping his jumps. And I thought he totally was not selling the program whatsoever. It was majorly a disappointing skate and it was terrible. Yeah, Brandon may be suffering from the dreaded fear of success. Uh, That's my only theory because, you know, in the short program, he... He did his number to Mac the knife, and then he was deliberately trying to kill the program by skating to Carmen in the free skate. Give me a break. I mean, it's bad enough when the ladies skate to Carmen, but the guys have no business doing that. Oh, and then the outfit with a big red ruffle should have been a mandatory deduction. Uh, total meltdown, Biff on first jump, single triple axle. And he did one of those horrible butt spins at the end. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So catch this. I was watching his program in fast forward because I was I couldn't really take it live. And he was going so slow in fast forward, you wouldn't even believe it. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> it was totally bizarre. I can't. I, I, I can't describe what happened to him. I hope he can pull it out, but that does not bode well for him. No, he did not look good whatsoever. And he didn't, I don't think he likes this program. I don't know. Or he's just putting too much stock into that quad. And, you know, he fell on it in the long program. So if he falls on it, it's all over. It's like, no, you need to pick it up and clean everything, you know, have a clean skate the rest of the way. But didn't happen this time. Brandon Morose is coached by that, Karachak guy? Yeah. Tom Z. I don't think I don't think he's a good coach. None of his skaters skate very fast, you know, Rachel, him. No, I he needs a new coach. Well, I think he's notorious for do, for choosing bad music too, which would which would explain the whole Carmen thing. Yeah. 
So third place also from the United States was Ross Minor. Um, okay, he had a Star Trek outfit with hair by the birds, Tippi Hendren style. <laughs> and um, he had some good spins, good posture on his jumps and spins. His choreography is a bit spazzy for my taste. And he also ended with the butt spin, which is the most pathetic new thing going on in men's figure skating. Right. Well, as I said last week, they must get you know, a lot of points off that or grade of execution because a lot of the guys seem to be doing it and it is not aesthetically pleasing. Oh my gosh. And then by the end of the program, he's so pale that he looked like he had developed a sunburn. Yeah. I didn't know if there was like some sort of spray tan or something going on there, but it was, he looked ridiculous. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, he was, I mean, he was fast and he was in sixth place after the show. He, short. He ended up third here, so he had a clean skate. He hit his triple axles, but I thought that he needed more emotion because he was, you know, he was pretty boring. Al was watching it with me, and he said he didn't think he was relating to the music. Now, when Al's saying that, <laughs> then it's pretty obvious. That yeah, just out there skating, and it could be any piece of music that's playing. So I. Did get? I started laughing when Al said that. Well, that's a very astute observation from a non-figure skating fan. Yeah, and so he doesn't have too much personality or excitement. Um, you know, I think that the U.S. men they're in trouble. We'll be talking about the ladies too, but I think they're. In, it's going to be hard for them to get their three spots back because I haven't been that impressed with any of the U.S guys this year besides Jeremy and we need at least one more guy to step up for us to get those three spots back at the Worlds in the Olympics. Well now it's official that that Evan Lysacek will not be skating in the Nationals either so we really have no chance. Yeah so we're in trouble because I don't who's going to be the second person to step up it's either going to be Ross and we don't really know how much the judges like him what's the what's his name that's doing the cowboy junk that's not happening. And uh, maybe Adam, but he hasn't been skating all that well either. So really all we have is Jeremy right now. I think we're going to be keeping two spots. Yeah, and Brendan Rose has, he hasn't he hasn't he skated as high as second place in the Nationals before? But then he just is, he's yes. totally inconsistent. He is. He had the one year, he's either got second or third and he got to go to the Worlds. And I believe he was in the top 10. But since then, he's been majorly inconsistent and has not placed as well since that season. So in second place was Takahiko Kazuka of Japan, who, who I believe we refer to as the Sugar Bowl because he has the ears that stick out. But he's coached by, what is his name? Nobunari Sato? No, Nobu Sato. Oh, yes. Nobu Sato. Um, and he has an outfit that's a cross between a cowboy and a flamenco dancer. <laughs> yeah, he does need a new outfit. Uh, he's a good skater. Um, he's not super exciting either. He seems kind of introverted, but he has good flow on the ice, good choreography. He's light. Um, he just not, there's not a lot of excitement there, but he does have good transitions and choreography. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a high triple axle that looked good and good footwork and interesting spins, but his music was boring. Mm -hmm. I, was, I felt like I was like falling asleep at the symphony or something. It was just putting me in a trance. I right. had to force forward through most of that too. But. Yeah, I mean, he's a complete skater and he's got the clean lines and nice jumps, but he needs to have a little bit better um, program because he definitely is capable of having nice programs and great choreography. But he's, you know, somebody that doesn't seem to have a lot of personality or is pretty quiet, a quiet skater. So I don't know. He needs to put it out there a little more. Okay, well, the next was your Japanese boyfriend, Daisuke Takahashi, <laughs> who, who won the event. And, you know, 
uh, Tori, we I know we disagree on Daisuke, but yeah, at least he didn't really bore me. He was he was going out going for it on the quads and and uh, and biffed it though. Okay, so did you like him better this time? Uh, slightly. I was really struggling. Did you like his program? Uh, it was okay. I mean, okay. It, comparatively speaking, of course. Well, it, it's you know, better. it's different than the other skaters because it's kind of a bluesy, bluesy music. Yeah. And that's hard to skate to. And he did go for the quad, so that was good. He fell on it, um, and he's doing to do a quad flip. But the rest of the program, you know, he skated it cleanly and he knows how to sell a program. So he really gets into the character. He has good transitions and choreography. Um, and he you know, just only had that one mistake. And I think he's very expressive, too. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it was his home country, so I was happy for him. But I, I don't know. I'm still my heart yeah. is still holding out for Jeremy. Yeah, well, no, I do like Jer. I, I think Jeremy's program is the best program of the men that I've seen so far this season. So, but Daisuke should be in the medal mix at the Worlds, and with him getting first place in NHK, I believe that he did qualify for the Grand Prix final. Well, that's good. He should have. I mean, the, he's by far the best technically, and his choreography is the best too. So, yeah. Well, no, Patrick Chan is who all the judges love. Oh, don't even get me started. We'll talk about that at the next, when we talk about That's the next competition. I couldn't take it. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's move on to the Paris competition. I want to say a little bit about Katie Denning and John Coughlin. They finished fifth. They're from the U S. Um, oh my gosh. Their side by side jumps are just horrifying. Um, and their lifts are shaky. They're boring, overused music. And Peter Carruthers says they need chemistry. I'm like, hello, aren't they dating? They are dating, and it's like they've only been skating together for a short time, what, five, six months? So all those things are – they're going to have to come along. But, you know, with U.S. pair skating, when I was watching them, I thought these are probably going to be the next national champions. Is that not a sad state of yes, affairs? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is there? There's Ivorin Ladwick, but are they really any better than – no, she can barely even stand up. We'll talk about that later, too. Yeah, so I've, I'm calling Denny and Coughlin to be the next U.S. champions, which is very sad because they'll have been skating together for about six months by the time that happens. Yeah, so speaking of sad, Sevchenko and Sokolby get third place from Germany. Usually they win everything, but she fell hard on a throw triple axel, and I was just in the sh in the short program. And yes. then um, she doubled, or he doubled a jump, and she singled a jump. There was some ugly stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, they had trouble with their side-by-side -side jumps. They have huge throws. I'm just tired of watching them. I don't know. I thought in this competition for the long program that they seemed flat and lackluster. Yeah, they were terrible. And then they do this squat lift or something. I don't oh. know. I was like, that looked like it belonged on the yoga mat. And he almost dropped her on it. They did have a trouble with, I think, their last lift. He couldn't quite get her up over his head. I thought they were going to fall all over the ice. But it was not um, their best skate. They definitely ran out of steam at the end. And I think their music stinks. Oh, it's I I can't stand it. Basically, so I'm, I'm tired of watching them. I am too. It's like go get go back to your Pink Panther and get off the get off the ice. I'm done. So they they'll qualify for the Grand Prix um, final too because they won. They got first in their other competition, and then of course they'll be in the medal mix at Worlds. So we will have to watch them at least two more times this season. Oh, can we make? Let's it. prepare. I know mentally prepare <laughs> for that. In second place was Takahashi and Tran of Japan. I don't remember seeing them before. 
Okay, I thought that these were the ones that you were talking about at the last competition that you said were good. Well, you know, I might, I'm mostly sleeping through most, you know, most of it, but I, I you know, I can't remember. I, and I, don't, I hadn't watched them because they didn't medal. So this time they ended up second. Um, she looks about 12 years old. They had a rough skate a little bit on the jumps. They had trouble, but she has beautiful extension on her lifts and they had, you know, quite a few little bobbles and airs. But overall, I thought that they were pretty good. And it was it was nice to see a new pair that I haven't seen before. And, you know, I kind of liked them. Yeah, I mean, they are they suffer from just horrible, horrible side by side jumps. They've got to get it together. Right. But yeah, their lifts are really good. And, you know, somebody to watch who's not boring the crap out of us already. So that's right. good. And, you know, and I think the potential is there and they're going to be good. Uh, she looked very young. I think she was only 15 or 16. So uh, it's it's nice to see them, and especially from Japan, because Japan's not really – I'm trying to think of any pair of skaters that they've ever had in any competitions. You know, they usually have the single skaters. So that's nice. Now, his name is Mervin. Is that a Japanese name? <laughs> uh, well, I think he's actually from the United States, isn't he? I and, don't know. I don't, I didn't, you know. Yes, I think that he is because I'm like, what? Well, is that an American name? <laughs> Mervin? Merlin? I guess Merv Griffin. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that confused it's all me. old school. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kabaguti and Smirnoff won the event. Um, I really actually do like their Claire de Lune program. You can see elements of Katya Gordieva in it, I think. I like the program too. So they were fifth after the short and they ended up being first here. It's like I said before, I think that this is the best short or the best long program for the pair skaters um, that we've seen this season. I really enjoy the program too. You know, I'm not crazy about her because she's a little too flimsy for me, but it's a nice program. It's soft, it's subtle, it's smooth. You get caught up in the program. Yeah, I really like it too. She is a little bit too scrawny still, but they're they're coached by Tamara Moskvina. Of course, Tamara Moskvina had a very awkward interview (laughs) after the event with, I believe, Andrea Joy. But you know she's still struggling with her English. But uh, other than that, she's you <laughs> know she, like thirty years. Yeah, exactly. Um, she's a legendary pairs coach, so I think she's done as well as she can with this pair. We'll see what what happens with them. And they got first. They got first in their other competition, so they will be in the Grand Prix final. And they, you know, they look really strong this year. And this is a really good program that I it's going to do well for them at the world. So in between them, um, the Germans, and then the other Russian pair that we'll be talking about um, in Paris. Um, I think it's those three pairs. Well, and there's the Chinese are in there too. So they're, the pairs are shaping up that there are like four or five pairs that have chances to medal at the Worlds. Well, that's good. If we can stand to watch it, it should be interesting. Well, yeah, if we don't need to watch Sevchenko and Sokolvi, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. So in the dance competition, it started out with some excitement where there was a collision between the number six and number seven pairs in the warm-up to the free dance. It was a bad collision, too. And it was between these Americans and these Japanese skaters. Okay, I've never heard of these American skaters. Karen Karut and Giletti Schmidt. Yeah, they must be new. So, And I didn't even watch them. When they crashed into each other and they are like in sixth and seventh place it's like that's gonna rattle them they're not gonna skate good in the long program yeah and they you know they finished sixth in both the short and the free skate so it's not very you know whatever <laughs> but they tried to make some excitement in that you know that yeah. first pairs of um, ice dancing out there <laughs> they tried to wake me up from my slumber <laughs> <laughs> so and then in third place was i don't even want to say their names this i don't even from, know how to say it i don't know alinka and katsalapa from russia i've never mm-hmm. seen them before i guess they're world champs in 2010 
Yeah, I think for the juniors, they were first out of the short program, and then they ended up third here. They had lots of small mistakes. Um, but, you know, for Russian pair, they did not bug me. Their music was fine. They skated to Ave Maria. Uh, they had nice outfits. They weren't crazy, but they did have lots of little errors like on the footwork. If you notice, they did their twizzles in the opposite direction. I did not like that. I felt like they were doing it because they don't want us to be able to tell if they're actually doing it in unison. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were fast. But, you know, are they they seemed really fast. And it's like, are they fast because they're not doing as technically difficult stuff? And then they had trouble with a, with a spin or something. Yeah, they were really, really slow on some of the spins. That was a problem. Yeah. Weaver and Poget from Canada finished second. They had a very, very shaky lift at the end. Yeah, I like these guys. Um, so this is the second time that we've seen their program. I like this program a lot. Um, it's, you know, smooth. It's kind of sexy program. They seem emotionally invested in it. And, you know, they did have trouble with uh, one of the lifts, but... Th- their other lifts that they have are nice too. And I think that they're strong skaters. They should be making the Grand Prix final also. They got second in their other one that they want to skate Canada. So they're doing well this year. And I think that they're going to be going for the bronze medal at the Worlds along with the Shibatanis, the um, French pair. And then I believe that there's a another Russian pair that got first, you know, that drove us crazy. Yeah. There's like about three or four um, pairs that will be going for that bronze medal. Hot competition in the dance. I know. Yeah. The Shibatanis finished first here with another good skate, great twizzles, mm-hmm. good speed. They skate to In the Mood. Uh, it's just a nice program. Yeah. I love the music. Um, you know, it's fun. It's energetic. Um, I thought that they skated this better than the last competition. They had a little more energy. I still think they need to have a little bit more and to skate it bigger. But they're they are very strong skaters. This is a good program for them. And um, I think that they will do really well. And I'm glad that they won. So they will be in the Grand Prix final because they got second in their other um, competition this season. So they look strong. They're continuing what they did last year. Yeah, I'm happy with how they're skating. It's really been good. Um, So the ladies' competition with, uh, let's talk briefly about Ashley Wagner, who came in fourth with her Black Swan program. I don't know. I'm over it. Yeah, so, you know, the program's okay. She two-footed a landing, um, but it was sort of, it was relatively clean program. I do think that she's improved on her jumps, and her overall skating's a little better. She just needs more technical difficulty, and she needs um, to get more of a personality when she's out there skating. Yeah, so I saw that Agnes Zawadzki of the U.S. finished in eighth. Um, did she? So, they were not. They did not show her though, right? Yeah, no. So I didn't get. To, I haven't seen her skate this year. So that's not boating well for the U.S. No, because didn't Bob the Mailman predict that she was going to be a national champion? She's having a slow start. Yeah, she's maybe it's not going to be for a couple of seasons. Yeah, she's going to be, it's a rebuilding season for her. Yeah, I think she is only 16, maybe 17 this year. So we, one of these U.S. ladies is going to have to step up. And my guess is it's going to need to be Mariah. It's Alyssa. And then we need just one more lady that can keep it together at the um, world so we can get our spots back. And I think that Mariah is, you know, the most talented and the one that can do it. But will she be able to? I don't know. Yeah, we know it won't be Rachel. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) We won't even mention that. I don't don't know that Rachel's making the podium at the Nationals this year. Oh, I don't think so either. No way. Um, 
And unfortunately, we'll be there to see it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or not see it, hopefully. Um, so in third place was Elena Leonova of Russia. Okay, <laughs> this was hella crazy. She had <laughs> she was doing platoon music, which I like. Um, she had a triple-triple combo, which is fine. She didn't have a lot of choreography for the music. And of course, I think that's a pretty sacred piece of music. But she has she has a high rap leg on all of her jumps. She's jumping all over the place with flailing arms, sloppy footwork, and ridiculous bird hair and eye makeup. The sad thing is um, this program is better than what she usually... Usually she does super cheesy stuff. So this one was... The program's more serious. But I have to agree with you. I thought she was sloppy arms or footwork. Her arms were flailing all over the place. She was doubling some of her jumps. Her opening triple-triple combo was very nice. But then it got all crazy after that. And, of course, rule number one, she's wearing gloves. No. No gloves ever. They have to go. Yeah, I, well, you know, we have low expectations for the Russians with their costuming, but she really. (laughs) Well, my guess is that this is her probably, she better enjoy it while she can right now because once the two young ones from Russia, the 14 year olds, are able to compete on on the world level, bye bye, Aliona. Yeah, totally. That, yeah, Elisaveta, she's going to kick her off the podium for sure. Yeah, and then there's the other one. I think she's only 15. So those two are too young to even go to the world. So she's safe this year and is going to get to go, but she needs to step it up. I don't know. She has a new coach this year. Morozov's her coach, but she was, she's crazy out there. Malasada finished second. She, I thought she looked really skinny and spindly out there. What is going on with her? She looked really skinny last year too. You know, she had a super tough season last year. She's relearned all of the jumps. Um, You know, she's trying to get them all back and it looks like they're back. She is more improved than last year, but she is really skinny and kind of looks frail. I thought that she looked a little slow. And her jumps are back, but they're kind of weird. I don't know. She has a weird delay in them. Well, and she's coached by Nobusato, too, so he's probably trying to whip her into shape. But, yeah, she's – I don't know. She She's on the comeback. I thought she looked fine, but, I mean, it's not easy to relearn your jumps after you've been doing them that way for years, too. Right. So. And, and I did think that she looked, you know, much improved over last year. Last year was a disastrous – year for her. She got second here. I think she only had one mistake. She two-footed a landing. She's using the same program that she skated to last year, and I think it suits her. It's much better than that Bells of Moscow crap that she was skating to during the Olympic year. Well, still, I would like to see the triple axel. Why is nobody doing the triple axel? That's shameful. I think that she is still doing the triple axel. I want to say that she did it in the short program, but maybe she took it out of the long because she's going more for a clean skate and not trying to put everything on the triple axel like she did previously. Well, I know they also mentioned that Mickey Ando is out for the year. I wonder I, I wonder if she's injured or I'm not sure why. Well, but see, I'm not sure that she's injured because they kind of made it sound like she don't want to skate anymore. <laughs> well, it probably wouldn't, it probably wouldn't be too far from the truth. Well, and I'm like, that's a good idea because I'm tired of watching you skate. She's won the world championships twice, which is a travesty. But um, 
yeah, it's, she can go away. I'm fine with that. So Akiko Suzuki won the event, and she's the one we talked about who had battled anorexia for a few, years, a few years and who was off the scene. So I was really happy for her. She had a perfect short program. Not that NBC bothered to show it, but <laughs> um, she had a great pro- program. Other than she did pop on a couple of jumps. But, you know, she's 26 now, and I guess she's got her eyes on being the world champion. So I wish her the best. Right. She's, like you said, it wasn't her best skate. She popped a few jumps, but you can really tell that she likes skating. She's well-trained. She looks fit. Um, she's fast. She does have good jumps when she hits them. And, you know, she skated well enough to win here. And she will be in the Grand Prix final because I believe she got second in her other competition. So, you know, she's a fun skater to watch. At least she has some energy and a little bit of personality. Yeah, that is nice to see. So let's move on to the Trophy Eric Bompard, which is the Grand Prix held in Paris, France, uh, November 18th through the 20th. And um, we'll start with the men's competition where our good friend Mihal of the Czech Republic was in third place. Right. And so I've already seen this program. So I want to know what, you, and I went crazy over it The in the first competition. What did you think of it? Oh, you don't even want to know. <laughs> I couldn't really get past the outfit. It was ridiculous. Um, it was asymmetrical. I did not understand it at all. He has really bad setup to his jumps, although he did do a nice triple axle. The music is horrifying. And they said he has like some broken blade and brute boot problem that he's been struggling with but basically I could, he has excruciatingly slow spins I don't know how he can spin that slow without stopping yeah so you pretty much agreed with my assessment the first time that it was a ridiculous outfit and music and what the hell is going on with this program yeah I don't get it it's like Michal you... it's, it's Elliot Ness and the Untouchables and then all of a sudden he's at a disco dancing to techno music yeah I well you know I I basically <laughs> tuned out by that point so <laughs> the other thing that was distracting me was having to see Florent Amodio in his outfit with a uh, tiger print and neon green yeah didn't I warn you about that oh god I, I why don't I ever listen it, <laughs> it was really it was not good but no so in second place was Song Nan of China. He seems to have some potential. This guy's on a roll. So we reviewed him in another competition where he got second and um, he did well here also. You know, he had an awesome quadruple triple combination. And then of course he doubled, you know, some jumps. He's a very good jumper. That's about the most that he's got in his program. Not a lot of choreography um, or content beyond the jumps, but I, I do think that he has potential and he's young, so that's somebody that can be brought along and they can work on the artistry side because I believe that he was pretty young. So good for China. We, they got, he's somebody that's interesting and could be fun to watch. Yeah, they really have any any single skaters that do right. well, so that was nice. Um, Peter talked about the knee bend that he gets to get really good height on his jumps. He has really good jumping technique, I think. Yeah, and- really nice jumps. They say he needs a choreographer, but I would also say he needs a stylist. Um, he did have a very bad sequin vest on that, well, you know. Uh, that he is from China uh, and they're not known for their great costuming or choreography, which I don't know. They should be able to get good choreographers over there. I don't think they let him leave the country too often to go train in other spots. Yeah, I think it could be a problem. Yeah, so they don't. he doesn't get to come to the United States, you know, and work with Lori Nichols <laughs> and have somebody make a nice outfit for him. He's staying in China and he's being 
coached there. Yeah, I noticed that he wasn't uh, featured in the JCPenney focus on fashion. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was not. So he's definitely, you know, if they could get some better choreography programs for him, he's somebody that will do well because he does have really nice jumps. He just needs to get all the other components going and the transitions and work on the spins and choreography and he could, you know, be in there. So the best thing about this competition was that you could fall probably five or six times <laughs> and still win it, as we learned from watching Patrick Chan, who finished first. It is just shameful. It's shameful. Well, and then uh, the one part he fell on, he wasn't even doing anything. He was just skating around and he fell. Because, you know, he just uses his body so much, as Peter was saying, that he's out of control. He is ridiculously overscored. I mean, it's outrageous. Come on. Yeah, maybe he's the best skater in this competition, but that doesn't mean that you need to jack up his scores. Yeah, he fell in the short program. He was falling all the time. His hair looked crazy, but my theory was that when you fall down seven times in a program, your hair might get a little messed up. Right. Um, It's (laughs) like I could not believe... It, the state of figure skating when you can fall so many times and still win. I, this, I No wonder nobody is watching this. Season. I know. last season too. And, you know, yes, he went for his quads and he landed them in the program. But then he's falling on nothing. And, you know, he's just he's making errors. He is fast. He has a good line. He's a complete skater, but he does make these mistakes. I guess that he put so much technical difficulty into the program that when he messes up, it's still okay because he has so much content into the program. That must be their reasoning. I don't know. Well, let's just say it's not okay with me. <laughs> so basically, I'm guessing that he will be winning the world championships again because if he can skate like this and just win by huge margins, who's going to beat him? Well, yeah, if you can win, you can win worlds just, you know, if you only fall like two or three times, that would be, you know, that'd be great because, you know, obviously he can't skate clean through a program and win. What would happen if he skated a clean program? I don't know. He'd get like a 400 or something. I know. (laughs) Can they even score that high? (laughs) No, it's not possible. The computers don't even work that high. It was crazy because, you know, on the component marks, which is basically the presentation, some of the judges were giving him, I want to say they were giving him 10 because I thought they said that in the thing. Some of them gave him 10. I'm sorry, if you fall at any point in the program, even if you're not doing anything, how can you get a 10 for presentation? That messes up the presentation. Yeah. That's ridiculous. They The scoring is, I, I don't understand it. It's it's crazy. And after the after he skated, he had his interview and he yeah. said his strategy was to, quote, don't make stupid mistakes. Now, you just won this competition. Does that, you know, is, how can you say don't make stupid mistakes and still win a competition? I don't understand it. Well, he's basically telling those judges that they're fools. He's like, look at I can fall down and make stupid mistakes, but I still win and win by a lot. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm getting all riled up now. We got to go to Paris, which you know will will put me to sleep. <laughs> so back down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, Avora and Ladwick, we were talking about them a little bit in the NHK Trophy um, as being the strong one of the stronger United States pairs, but they can't do the side by side jump. She fell on. I mean, it's terrible. She cannot jump. And she's had this problem for well all the time <laughs> because they're not new. She's been around for a long time, but. They've always had problems with it, you know. So they're about, you know, even with Denny and Coughlin. I mean, neither one of them really stand out from the other, do they? It's a toss-up between who's going to, which one of those is going to win at the Nationals. Yeah. They do have nice throw and, and nice lifts, but you don't get a lot of excitement from the U.S. pairs. They're just... <laughs> 
just kind of there. Yeah, we'll definitely still only be having two at the next Worlds. Well, so in third place was Megan DeMille and Eric Radford of Canada. They, I mean, I do like their music. It's to Coldplay, but they mm-hmm. had embarrassingly terrible side-by-side jumps in this competition. <laughs> well, the, didn't they actually land the jumps, but they were completely off? Well, and then they bumped into each other while skating backward. That <laughs> looked really good. That's right. They weren't even doing anything that their backs to each other, and then they bumped into each other. And it's like, whoa, they almost fell over. You know, they kind of had a rough skate. They had a number of mistakes, but of course, they skated well enough to get third place. And they were a little boring for me this time. I think last time I saw them skate, it was better. But of course, they got their new season best score. Oh. Gear real judges. <laughs> Yeah, on one time she fell on a on a throw jump. She looked like she broke her leg. I mean, it was like a Joe Theismann <laughs> moment out there. Yeah, they had trouble and they were slow at the end. But how are the judges giving them the season best? I I don't know. The judging is so suspect. Maybe they just had a lot of they had a, quite a few mistakes in their program. Well, my theory is that the judges are pulling an ice queen and they're drinking l- bottles of wine before the competition and they just to start... get through the pair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're just starting punching buttons. We're just going to give these people whatever. We weren't even paying attention. Yeah, so... So, um, second place was Bazarova and Larianov <laughs> of Russia. They skated mm-hmm. to Dr. Zhivago. Okay, horrible side-by-side jumps. It's an epidemic. They were boring, but I and I was questioning if they were Russian because he appeared to be dressed much too tastefully for a Russian. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we reviewed these guys in the first competition, and I was going crazy on them because they totally were not connecting with each other. It didn't look like they wanted to even be skating, and she doesn't actually leave the ice when she jumps. So they did have trouble on their side-by-side jumps, but she actually got off of the ice this time. So it was an improvement on their side-by-side jumps. That's how sad it was. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. And she has nice air position on the lifts, and their throw was fine. But it was a much better skate than last time. They actually had more energy, and it was relatively clean. So, But they... Well, you're saying he didn't look Russian because his outfit was pretty good, but they are kind of, they are a classic Russian pair just in their programming and, you know, their height difference and how they skate. But they're not, there's not a lot of excitement with this pair. Well, in the first place team, also from Russia, Volosojar and Trankov. Oh, man. I, you could see my notes. I put spare me with three exclamation points. On his outfit? <laughs> well, everything. I pretty much hated it from the opening pose. I know they missed their twist lift. And, mm-hmm. and they, well, at least the only thing I can say about them is they were able to successfully do side-by-side jumps, unlike every other pair in the competition. Yeah, so they did a single twist. They messed up on that. And they had the strong side-by-side jumps. And they had a huge throw. But you on a different one, she two-footed the landing. They're definitely an old-school Russian pair program, this was, so that might have been why you were getting a headache. Um, They do have difficult choreography, and it's not my favorite program. I definitely like um, Kavagudi and Smirnov's program, but these two will be in the medal mix. Well, they're the silver medalists at the Worlds last year. Here they had a number of mistakes, but it was a weak field, and they were able to get... Um, first, and they also had a very high score too with all these mistakes. So the judging was just out of control in France. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> Wasn't the French judge the one that got in trouble at the Olympics? That you know, yes. the most recently. That's the most the recent scandal we had. So, well, you that's know, when they changed the whole um, scoring system. Yeah, but there's some shady dealings over in Francois. Still going on. Yeah. 
Um, so the dance competition, the Capolini and Lenote of Italy, they did nice. Um, I saw on the <laughs> freelance, they had a lift where he basically puts his hand up her crotch. Did you see that? Yes. I was like, what is that legal? <laughs> I call it the crotch lift. Yeah. He basically has his hand between her legs and is twirling around with her on his arm. Yeah. So figure skating fans, if you want to be titillated, check that one out. Yeah. So they're okay. You know, I'm not crazy about them. I don't like their outfits. They got, she's got the leg warmers on. They're Parisian street performers or something. But Tana sure seemed to love this pair. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Tana Belvin was uh, doing was, commentary. She was going crazy over them. And I'm like, they're kind of boring me. And I didn't really see what's so special about them. Well, it looked like an outfit that Tanith would like to wear, you know. So <laughs> maybe that's it. what it was. I could totally see her wearing that, the striped top and the leg warmers. Mm-hmm. And maybe she likes the crotch move. I don't know. <laughs> so speaking of crap, Peshalot and Borzat. Oh, God. Oh, of France. Right. So you haven't get to, got to oh, see there. I talked about them in what I think it was Canada or do you the skate America and I told you about their horrible mummy outfit with her toilet and now you got to see it firsthand well not only that but I happened to watch the short dance where they had uh, puke and neon green outfits on (laughs) her hair was ridiculous it looked like a helmet their twizzles were terrible and they well they said that they had to change coaches because Putin doesn't allow Russian coaches to train non-Russian skaters well, they're asking the Russian coaches to work with the Russian skaters and not with other skaters around the world because they're trying to gear up for the Sochi 2014. So, because I believe that Azulin was their coach last season. Yeah, I think so. But mm-hmm. oh well. So they've had some setbacks. But yeah, the mummy outfit was a show program, I heard, which which should have just stayed there. Now they're doing it as their free dance. And, you know, they start out the same way as the Russian pair. They're basically lying on the ground. And mm-hmm. when they well, start... She's, in, she's a dead mummy. Oh, yeah. She, oh, yeah. See, <laughs> the drama of it was really overwhelming me. Um, and... Andrea, you know, one of the things that also annoyed me is that Andrea was asking, Andrea Joyce was asking Tanith all these ridiculous questions during the commentary. <laughs> I'm like, Andrea, you don't know what you're talking about. We have a mummy out on the ice. Just, le- just let it be. Isn't that bad enough? Yeah. So, you know, if they're going to go with this mummy program, get new outfits, okay? Because her outfit is just ridiculous. It's distracting to the program because the program probably is okay if they had decent outfits. You know, the choreography's all right. You know, they're committed to the little Egyptian choreography, but, and they do have some interesting lifts. They're good skaters, but the outfits are so distracting that you can't pay attention to what they're doing. Well, so in first place was Virtue and Moyer of Canada, the reigning Olympic gold medalists, and they do not disappoint. They're always beautiful, have great chemistry. I mean, you can't say anything bad about them, really. Yeah, I mean, you watch them and you're like, who are these other ridiculous pairs out here? I know. They're so good. They've got so much charisma, connection to each other. They're fast, smooth, sophisticated. As a, So this is, what, the second or the third time that I've seen this program. And I like it a little bit more each time that I watch it. So it's, you know, playful and they are just so strong. It's going to be really good. They're going to go up against Davis and White in the Grand Prix final. So it will be really good to watch those two that that's the best rivalry in all of skating right now is in ice dancing whoever thought that would happen i know it's a shocker and they have very different programs too so it will be um should be a gone competition yeah it's going to be what the judges like because they are very different from each other and they're both so strong 
So in the ladies' competition, uh, Sisney caught a little bit of the Sisney again. Um, she finished third in this competition. I didn't see her short program. I guess it I, was not good. No, I believe that she under-rotated you know, her triple jumps, and she, it was a really rough skate, but she managed to end up third here. She actually won the free skate. She had the highest score. Um, I thought that she skated. It, it was a solid skate. You know, there were no mistakes. She did miss uh, the combination. She was going for a double axle, triple toe, but of course turned it into a single axle, double toe. So that definitely needs to be worked on because there's a bunch of points that she missed. You know, she has, um, she's a quality skater, good line flow. Her, her spins are unmatched, but I did kind of feel like she was skating through this program. Um, yeah. I didn't see a lot of emotion. I think she was trying to clean, you know, do a clean skate, hold it together. And she did. So, I mean, that is good that she was able to do that because before we've seen her just, you know, fall apart. Yeah. Uh, Tara Lipinski was doing commentary and she said that it wasn't Sisney's best program. She was just really tentative and didn't really mm -hmm. seem to be all that into it. We've seen her skate much better than this. I do think that she's becoming a stronger skater because in the past she would have just, you know, fallen apart and she kept it together. It was not her best skate, but it was good enough. Well, she got third, so she's going to qualify for the Grand Prix final because she won her other competition. So that's good. And she actually got first in the free skate, even though mm -hmm. she did single the axle and double the toe. So mm -hmm. that's good. And she had a nice blue dress on. She had that really pretty pink one on last time, but this one was pretty too. So she's got good outfits. I mean, it's always better to look good than to feel good. That Yeah. Well, the pink outfit is for the show program, and that is hands down the best outfit in any of skating this season. Yeah, so Carolina Costner of Italy finished second, and she was Ugh. she was featured in the Focus on Fashion by J.C. Penney, and they said that she designed her dress, and boy, did it show! It's like it the, was hideous. Oh God! Um, so she biffed on the triple flip. She had a really bad camel skin in the camel spin in the beginning <laughs> of the pro camel skin in the beginning of the program, and I I I can barely watch her. I just am so no. over it. Yeah, I'm tired of watching her. You know, the, I, the first uh, competition of the season, I liked the program. I was fine with her. Now it's all over for me. She just bores me. She had trouble with the, yeah, the flip, as you said. She is a fast skater, but you know, they go on and on about her artistry. And I'm like, I don't think it's that great. No, they were basically comparing her to Sisney. And I'm like, there's no, no comparison. There's no comparison. She's st I still feel like, I don't know, she's gangly or something. Oh, God. So Elizaveta, too. Okay, we're gonna learn how to say this because she's gonna be Elizabeta. Yeah, because she's gonna be the new Olympic champion, I'm sure. Demaisheva, oh, that might be close. I don't know. Um, she won the competition. She's like 15. She's been winning everything. She jumps all over the place. She did. She had a beautiful opening triple-triple combination. Her jumps are great. She did do double a jump here, but besides that, it was very clean. She has some personality and spark. She has good energy. You know, she needs to improve her artistry, but she will. She's only 14 years old, so that will definitely come. Although I am a little concerned because I noticed that um, one of her coaches is Mishan. Oh, no. Yeah, which, as we all know, that is Yevgeny's coach. <gasps> and he is very good at producing ugly skaters. Oh. So... I don't know. That is a tragedy. <laughs> that makes me very nervous. That makes me nervous because will she really ever have a super pretty program under him? I don't know. Maybe they'll get some good choreographers and he won't have anything to do with her costuming and choreography because she definitely has beautiful jumps 
and the artistry is going to come. She's just very young right now. And she's good for how old she is. You know, she definitely racks up the points um, on the technical part. And that's what helped her win here because she had quite a lead because of all of her jumps. And she won both of her Grand Prix events that she entered this year. Well, it was hilarious when they were interviewing her at the end. Um, <laughs> did you hear that? She goes, I'm happy, but I was expecting to win. Yeah. So that will kind of remind you of Yevgeny? Oh, no. It's like, like as, oh, no. as if it's not bad enough, we have Yevgeny 2.0 out there. Now we have her talking and being coached by the same person. That's not good. Right. So now it's all coming together. It's like, uh-oh. You know what also, what also was scaring me is when I was looking at her, she looked like a young Russian Johnny Weir. <laughs> a young female Russian Johnny Weir. Johnny's long lost sister. Well, yeah, I know. And I've been seeing a lot of Johnny this weekend because, you know, he's been on various ice shows that I couldn't pull myself away to watch. He did um, this one called Kaleidoscope on Ice, which also featured my boyfriend, Paul Wiley, by the way. Um, and he, of course, did his poker face number, which he swears oh. is the last time he's going to do it. And let's only hope that's true. That was so few years ago, Johnny. I know. It's, we got to move on. So, so now next up is Rosselcom, which is from Russia, the, the last Grand Prix event before the Grand Prix final. And we will be recording that, you know, at our convenience over the next couple of weeks. But I believe it's being <laughs> broadcast partly, or it's going on right now this weekend. This is the, yes. well, this is the 26th of uh, or what, are, what day is it? 27th of November? Today's I don't the know. 27th. So, you know, we'll be back soon, figure skating fans, and with more fun, excitement, and um, fabulous commentary on all of these events. So I'd like to remind you to, you know, review us on iTunes. We appreciate seeing all your comments. Um, we have The comments have been a little slow lately, haven't they, Tori? I don't know. Maybe we they have. We're turning off our fans. we got to start cranking up the volume. Um, <laughs> we need more fans to find our show. And you can also leave us comments on our website, theicequeens.com, and on our Facebook page. You can also email us at show at theicequeens.com, and we're on Twitter at theicequeens. The producer's trying to get me to tweet. He put it on my iPhone, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. We'll see. Do you even know how to? I, well, I, you know, that remains to be seen. <laughs> also, Christmas is right around the corner, and I know all of you fans out there want to stock up, uh, stock up on some lovely Ice Queens merchandise. We have shirts, hats, and thongs uh, at cafepress.com slash the Ice Queens. Well, Tori, um, it's been great, as always, n- you know, not really, but we do the best <laughs> only, we can, Only right? one more until the Grand Prix final. That's what I'm looking for. I know. To. We're holding on by a thread. All right, fans, we'll see you next time. Rock on. The Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer. <laughs>